If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Full-time fantasy. Full-time fantasy. All right, it's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards. Get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. Here we are. It's a beautiful Tuesday. Right? It's Tuesday, right? Of course it's Tuesday. Just checking. Just checking. But of course it is. All right, let's cover a little NFL. We'll cover a little baseball. We'll do start my previews, my team previews. We will call Gray Albright today. Check in on him. I don't have his team in front of me, but I'm sure he'll just tell us how wonderful his labor draft went. I'm sure it did, went well. But uh, let's take a, uh, a little look at some fantasy football. And um, I think the, the first news that's going to come out that everybody knows, but it's true, is that uh, the Cowboys are going to franchise tag Dak Prescott. All right. So it just seems like that's the smartest move. Amari Cooper is going to get paid. Byron Jones won't. Byron Jones will be gone. They definitely don't want to let Dak go. So he's going to get the franchise tag where he's going to get about $33 million this year. And then they'll figure it out next year. Right? That, that seems to be the smartest play. If you were Dallas, would you do, I mean, would you do the same? And I'll tell you why you do the same. Because you're not sold on Dak. You're not sold on the fact that you want to give this guy $40 million. But you give him 33 and he'll buy you a year. And then we'll figure it out next year. Smart. That's smart business. I don't really like these franchise tags. Even though I see how everybody benefits. But does everybody really benefit? 
Does Doc benefit? I guess so. Going to make 33 mil. But it's not long term. Does Dallas benefit? Well, they don't get them long term either. But they don't have to sink long term money. It's a very like. It's good for us now deal. I guess that's what football is. This would never happen in any other league, by the way. This would never happen in any other league. You know that. All right. Uh, Matthew Berry is going to drop in some knowledge. Josh Jacobs is going to be a three down back next year. That's scary. That's actually scary. Mike Mayak called it phase two. Dun, dun, dun. Phase one, give Josh Jacobs the football. Phase two, throw Josh Jacobs the football. Phase three, watch Josh Jacobs be one of the best football players in the NFL. He's a first-round pick next year in fantasy. Now that you hear that, for sure he's a first-round pick. If you weren't sure. See, sometimes there's good info and sometimes there's bad info. Sometimes you're looking at info like, really? Yeah, not really helping me. Then I look at this info here. I'm going, oh, yes, 100%. If Josh Jacobs is involved in the passing game, you're all in. Secondly, you're all in. All right. Matthew Berry is just on fire here. Ron Rivera is talking about his backfield. He wants to use Darius Geis, Adrian Peterson, and Bryce Love. We'll be back for the Redskins next year. Look. Why is it going to be that way? Because you can't trust any of these guys. Geis has never stayed healthy for an hour. Bryce Love is coming back off injury. And Adrian Peterson, you can't commit to because he's, he's old. But you're willing to give him some carries. So, yes, it makes some sense. Makes some sense. Not ideal, but it makes sense. By the way, Byron Jones leaving the Cowboys, going to the Redskins or going to the Eagles, doesn't that make a lot of sense to you too? Makes sense to me. All right, the Broncos are looking for somebody to join Philip Lindsay in the backfield because it's not going to be Royce Freeman, who stinks. Royce Freeman, done. So whether they bring in, I think a really good fit, by the way. I do. I think a really good fit. If I'm the Broncos, I am very interested in Melvin Gordon. Very interested in Melvin Gordon. He knows the Chargers. He knows the division. He's going to be highly interested in playing well. I think that would be the guy. If they don't sign him, then, you know, maybe it's A.J. Dillon or somebody else in the draft. But if you want immediate help, with Philip Lindsay, little uh, little Melvin Gordon, I like it. I like it. All right, we mentioned before the Chargers are going to franchise tag Hunter Henry. We know that's happening. That's just fact. So here's another guy who's going to be getting a lot of money. Chris Harris is going to get a lot of money. Now it just seems silly to me, like certain teams, for example, the Cowboys go sign Chris Harris. Well, you could have just signed Byron Jones. But I, I like Chris Harris. I think he's pretty good. I mean, I think he's going to uh, hes going to be one of the best guys out there. 
I mean, I don't think James Bradbury is that good. I really don't. I don't think James Bradbury is that good. And they're talking about giving that guy a whole lot of money. 15 mil? I don't know. See, I think guys like James Bradbury, who want 15 mil, they get it from teams like the Jets. They overpay for guys like that. Then when James Bradbury comes to the Jets, he's good, but he's never great. He's okay. Never, never somebody like that that's amazing. I, I always hate that. I always hate overpaying for someone who I just feel is a talented person, but not the top of the position. Like, I don't mind paying the most for the best. I'd rather do that. I'd rather pay $16 million for Slay than $15 million for Bradbury. I'd rather do that. Get Slay. Get the best guy. Because these guys all value themselves. Oh, I'm worth $15 million. I'm worth $14 million. And then they outprice themselves. And then somebody pays the freight. Then you get them, and the guy's never that good. And then they're like, oh, how come he's not that good? What a waste. Well, because he really wasn't that good a player to begin with. Because you gave somebody else a lot of money who really wasn't worth that money, and now this guy thinks he's worth that money. Blah, 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 blah. That's how it works. That's how, these, that's how these contracts get astronomical. When some team overpays for marginal talent, it blows everything out of proportion. Because then what do you do for the really talented people? Look, Dak Prescott gets 40 mil. You don't think anybody else who's better than Dak is going to want 42, 44? Of course they do. Everybody does. That's how it works. It sets the tone. Well, Carson Wentz wants the Jared Goff contract. Jared Goff wants the Matthew Stafford contract. Matthew Stafford wants the Andy Young contract. And blah, 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 blah. And then some idiot team, like the Bengals, ends up overpaying for Andy Dalton. And then it's a domino. And hurts the rest of the league. Then guys end up in purgatory. Right? Guys end up in purgatory. And then let's put it this way. Jameis Winston plays out his rookie deal in Tampa. You're telling me Jameis Winston is not better? You wouldn't rather have Jameis Winston than Andy Dalton? You wouldn't have rather have Jameis? If you're a Cowboy fan, you wouldn't rather have Jameis than Dak? I think you would. I think I would. I mean, Dak's good, but I think Jameis is better. You're a Detroit Lion. Would you rather have Matthew Stafford or would you rather have Jameis Winston? Now Jameis is looking for a place, right? Because all the numbers are so askew. They're so way off. Because people paid that those, those exorbitant prices when they shouldn't have. Because that was the market value at the time. That's why you always need to look at a deal at that moment. Was that a good deal comparatively to that moment? Because you can't compare a deal now and one three years later. Because they don't stand the test of time. They seldom do. They seldom do. Right? It's usually, how does that deal reflect th- when it happens? Is that a good deal now? Sometimes it is. 
sometimes it isn't. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I am going to start some team previews. That's right. The Arizona Diamondbacks will be previewed on this very station. I am Dr. Roto. I'm with Full-Time Fantasy, and I'll be back with you talking more fantasy baseball when we return right after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, we're back. It's Dr. Roto. I was just talking to my son, Little Roto, about... Uh, Leangelo Ball, and I was saying to my son, 
I would never draft this kid. Do you know why? Because I don't want his father around me. This guy is toxic. According to LeVar Ball, the Pelicans will not only beat the Lakers in the playoffs, but LeAngelo Ball will lead the NBA in scoring within three years. What is this guy smoking? Seriously, what is he smoking? I don't even want to tell you what else he said. I, I mean, it's so racist. If I said it, it's just like shocking. Says his son Lamelo isn't fully developed yet because his mom is Caucasian. What? What are you talking? Who lets people like that on the radio? Crazy. It's just disrespectful to humanity. I can't even believe I'm talking about it. All right, I got to stop. I got to stop. It's just, you know, but it's like a train wreck. You know, you just can't take your eyes off it. It's kind of how I am. I think the guy is, is, is the worst, the worst person alive. But I just keep listening. But he's on with Skip Bayless, who's the second worst person alive. All right, let's, let's talk about happier things. Like the Arizona Diamondbacks preview. Starting at catcher. Carson Kelly. I'm a fan. I am. I'm a fan. I think when this year's said and done, Carson Kelly becomes a top 10, top 12 catcher. And he's a guy that you're going to have wanted. Right now, you're probably not sure. But by the end of the year, now he's going to hit about 260. Going to hit about 20 home runs. 60 RBIs, 50, 60 runs scored. You'd be happy you had him. That's Carson Kelly. At first base, Christian Walker. Now, this is another guy who can really hit. Who can really hit? He's got 30 home runs in that bat. Problem is this. They've got other guys, Jake Lamb, Kevin Cron, Walker. They have a lot of guys there who if Walker's not hitting, you hear the boo birds quickly. And then people are like, well, they do have Jake Lamb and Kevin Cron. But I do like Christian Walker. I do. I think he's a good calculated risk. And a guy that's a 30-90 type of hitter if he reaches his potential. So Christian Walker's a pretty good player. At second base... Kettle Marte. Now, here's the problem with Marte. He was really good last year. He was really good last year. So you have to look at numbers like last year and just stop for a second. 329? That's a lot. He'd never shown that before. 32 home runs? Where'd that come from? 92 RBIs? 97 runs scored? So what I like to do with numbers like this, I do, I like to do this, is I like to take about a 15% reduction, okay? Now, I'm not saying that that's what's going to happen, but I like to use that. So instead of 32 home runs, I'll say 27. Instead of 92 RBIs, I'll say 78. Instead of 97 runs scored, I'll say 82. If I do that 
and use that in my projections, I never get burned, right? I take a 15% reduction on a guy who had a career year, and I say to myself, if I could get those numbers, I'll be pretty happy. And I would be. I'd be pretty happy. So I'm not telling you not to draft them. I'm just saying draft them at that price reduction. At shortstop, Nikki Ahmed, Nikki Ahmed just got paid $32 million by the Arizona Diamondbacks. They're committed. They like him. And I like him. And here's what I really like about Nick Ahmed. He just seems to be getting better as a hitter. A little bit more power, a little bit more speed, cutting down the strikeouts, better average. And he's not a star, but he always, always, always slips in drafts. Always. He's the guy that goes 21st off the draft board. Why? Because people remember him as a light-hitting shortstop. Oh, he's a defense first. Big hit. Not bad. But nobody ever wants this guy. I don't hate Nicky Ahmed. You want to take him as the 20th shortstop? I'm very fine with that. All right, Eduardo Escobar, I think we have to treat similarly to Ketel Marte. Do I really think? 269? Sure, he could repeat that. 35-118? Whoa, that's a lot. Whoa, Nelly, that's a lot. I might do that 15% reduction right here. Now, do I like Escobar? I do. I like Escobar. But I want, I want to go in with that reduction. I like that he qualifies at second and third. I like that a lot. I can use him two different positions for injuries. I mean, he's definitely a good player. But once again, they've got Jake Lamb. They've got, they've got guys behind him. But I do like him a lot. All right, in the outfield, Starling Marte is, the now, is now the center fielder. This is a guy who I don't think we've seen his best. I don't feel we've seen his best yet. I think his career high for home runs is around 20-something, 20 22, 23. Let's say 23. 80 RBIs. I think there's more there. I think there's more in that at bat. There's more in that bat. I like Starling Marte. Could he hit 30? Could he go 30-30? Absolutely. It's possible. We just haven't seen that yet. Now, in his case, just because we haven't seen it doesn't mean we won't see it. He was playing for the Pirates. Pirates are terrible. So I, I do like Starling Marte a lot. It's a guy I want to build around. Now, here's a guy you'll hate, but I'll, I'm going to try to show you why you shouldn't. Cole Calhoun. You look at Cole Calhoun and it makes you nauseous. But here's what we know about Cole Calhoun. Going to hit about 230, 240. He's got power, right? He'll give you a smattering of speed, four to five, six home base. But when you want a guy who hits 240 with 25 home runs and 75 RBIs, Cole Calhoun's your guy. And at some point in every draft... That's acceptable. 
and they just paid him. As I've always taught you guys, follow the money. He signed a $16 million two-year deal. They're paying him $8 million. $8 million, they're playing him. You're not paying him $8 million to sit on the bench. You're going to play him. So Cal- Cole Calhoun, for better or worse, is a starting right fielder for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Left fielder, David Peralta. Not really a big fan. I think he had his breakthrough year in 2018. I don't know if we'll ever see that guy again. I play Peralta in DFS when he's going up against a righty. And I'll use him in seasonal. But he's not the guy who had 30 home runs and 90 RBIs. That's not who he is. I think he's more of a 20, 70 kind of guy, personally. All right, let's take a look at the bullpen and the pitching staff. I love the pitching staff here. Mad Bum becomes the number one guy on this team. They need a number one. They needed one. They go out. They get Mad Bum. He's a beast. Now the question is, how many guys can still throw 200 innings? He could be one of them. Threw it last year. You know, is he the same dominant guy that he once was when he was 24 years old? No, but is anybody? But look, if if he goes there and he gives them, you know, 200 innings of an ERA of 3.7, they're going to be happy. I love Zach Gallon. Let him struggle all he wants in spring training. I'm in. Robbie Ray, we know exactly who he is. High ERA, high strikeout. You need a strikeout guy, you get Robbie Ray, but his ERA and whip are going to be very high. I like Luke Weaver. I do. I like Luke Weaver. He had a great year last year. Don't think he's going to be as good, but I like him. I like Merrill Merrill Kelly. All five guys there I could use. Their closer is Archie Bradley, who I think he's more of an effector, as my friend Lenny Melnick would say, as as opposed to a true closer. I think this Kevin Ginkle could close. I think they have Hector Rondoni could close. Yoan Lopez can close. But Bradley's the guy who's going to get the bulk of it. It's a good team. Got five guys who can pitch. I'm in on Bumgarner. I'm in on Zach Gallen. I'm in on Luke Weaver. I'm okay with Ray and Merrill Kelly. I'm fine with Archie Bradley as one of my two closers. Maybe he doesn't get me 45 saves, but it gets me 25. And I'm okay with that. In today's world, and with closers, you'll take 25. It's not sexy, but you'll take it. So there you have it. That was our Arizona Diamondbacks team preview. And I'll continue doing these over the course of this month. I might even do another one later on in the show. We'll have to see. But you know who I have next? I have my man, Gray Albright. He'll be joining us right after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, we're back. It's Dr. Rhoda with you from Full Time Fantasy. And I brought my friend in. I actually flew him to the East Coast last week, but now he's back to the West Coast. He's happy. But wait, I do have his team because he was at labor, and it finally opened up on my phone. Finally. Maybe it was the uh, people who were, were happy about this. My man, Gray Albright from Razball.com. How was Florida? Was it awful or was it okay? Florida's terrible. What's going on, man? Hey, hey, good to talk to you. Florida's awful. Why is it I, awful? Uh, tell me. Tell me why is it awful. I, uh, so I, get the, uh, I get in the Uber at the Tampa Bay International. I'm putting international in quotes. <laughs> international Airport. And uh, I say to the Uber driver, so uh, what should I do tonight? And he's like, well, if you go to Ebor City, you can get drunk. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Yeah, Ebor City was the Y, Y B O R. Yeah, did you hang out there? <laughs> so 
So then, so I say to the hotel uh, concierge, I'm like, what's this Ebor City thing I've heard about? And they're like, oh, my God, that's the pit. <laughs> like what? I was told that's the place to go by your Uber driver. Come on, do you know what makes? Do you know what makes a uh, an airport international? If they have one flight that goes to Europe, just one, it's international. No, yes. no, the Tampa for, Bay International Airport is international because it has one flight that goes. No, for Fort Myers International Airport has one flight that goes to Germany, so it's an international airport. <laughs> Kind of know these things. All right. So important trivia. Exactly. Now you were in the NL labor, were you not? Uh, I was, man. I was in the I was in the uh, NL labor. I uh, I'm pretty happy with the team. Did you look at it? I'm looking, but let me ask you a more important question. What is the uh. difference in your head? I'm going to get to your team in a second. Calm down. What's the what is the difference in your head between drafting in a mono league and a mixed league? Do you pay more for certain positions? Mono. I've never heard that before. A mono league? Yeah, you never heard I, that. Uh, oh. No, I've heard no. And, and what's a mixed league? Do you call that a stereo league? Get yeah, out of stereo here, mono. Don't you remember the old days? Yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> I, uh, you know, in in. Mono leagues, I usually draft a solid uh, top-end hitting team, and I somewhat punt pitching. Not like like in a mixed league, I'll usually take a starter around uh, 50 overall, which is like the Lucas Giolito range. Like I'll usually get a starter in there for mixed leagues. For a mono league, I usually look at starters around like a number two to number three. So think like, Lamette or a Julio Urias, like that range. I usually go like a um, maybe like a $15 starter, 15 to $17 for my top starter, usually in a mono league. Now, can you win with that without having the one guy? I mean, when other people no, pay for no, Walker no, Bueller? No, 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 Dr. Roto. I don't. I don't win. That's why I keep doing it. What that's what I figured. About? I know that's why I'm asking you. You know, you lose all the time, which is a problem. No, no, let, let's be real. Why do you think you can win with that strategy that you're not paying for a Jack Flaherty or a Walker Bueller or anybody like that? Okay, so here, here let me just give uh, people who are listening a, uh, or person that is listening a backstory. <laughs> I, I won Tout Wars NL only by the largest margin of victory ever. And I use this strategy. So it can win. There's no doubt about it in my mind. The whole thing is with mono leagues, every team is going to have a weak spot. Like some teams will have a weak spot in their outfield. Some teams will have a weak spot in their infield. Some will have a weak spot in their pitching. For in my in my experience, having a weak spot in your pitching is the best place to go because, like, say, for instance, the top team overall has a 3.75 ERA because it's a, it's a mono league. So even the top teams don't have the best ERAs. So if the top team has a 3.75 ERA, middle of the pack is around a 4 ERA. As long as I can get, like, the top end of the middle of the pack, I'm totally fine. So I'm aiming – for around a four ERA, anything better, great. If it's worse, then I'm going to have problems. But hopefully my pitching holds up enough where I can have like a middle-of-the-pack pitching staff. 
Now, I'm looking at your hitting, and you've got some big hitters here. You've got Trevor Story, Pete Alonzo, Kettle Marte, Javier Baez. But you've got a couple. You've got the $1 catcher theory. Can you subscribe to the $1 catcher theory on top of the bad pitcher theory? Yeah, catchers don't matter. I mean, catchers really are like, they're just a waste of money if you're spending money on catchers. For instance, like I, you know, with my catchers, I took Austin Hedges and Matt Weeders. Not good guys, not good catchers, not, not good stats. But you're telling me, like, Austin, the difference between Austin Hedges and, say, someone who spent, I don't know, $8 on Buster Posey, the difference between those two guys is not going to make a big difference in the big in the uh, in the grand scheme of things. Whereas versus like the difference between me taking Trevor Story and someone else taking, I don't know, uh, say Nick Ahmed, like that's a huge difference. The difference between me taking Pete Alonzo and someone else taking Cabrian Hayes, that's a huge difference. Like there's. There's a big difference between my top bats and other people's bats versus my catchers and other people's better catchers. It's funny you said that because I'm looking at Eric Carabell's team, and uh, he has JT Real Muto for $20 and Nick Ahmed for 10 So you're saying you hate his team. I'm saying that it's better. Well, yeah, I do hate his team. But okay. it's also better if I have Austin Hedges versus – Austin Hedges versus JT Riomuto and Nick Ahmed versus Trevor Story. In, in theory, that should be a, a landslide for my team. Now, it doesn't, you know, if something happens to Trevor Story, obviously, then that goes out the window. But assuming health for everyone, my team's better with my two guys versus his two guys. All right, we're talking to Razball.com's very own Gray Albright. Fantasy baseball aficionado and owner of one of the greatest laughs in fantasy sports. All right, let me ask you this. Derek Cardi, who I respect greatly, I think he's a very smart guy. I think you would probably agree. When a guy like that who I respect goes and spends 33 bucks on Freddie Freeman, it makes me question things because you and I just spoke last week about how much we don't like Freddie Freeman. So did we not get the memo? Did he not get the memo? What happened there? Yeah, no, I mean, that's the, uh, you know, that's the thing with, like, you know, some people, I think Derek Cardi, I think he is, I think he is smart. I, the problem with some, I think sometimes people don't read the writing on the wall and they stick to their, um, and they stick to their values on players. Like, for instance, like, I saw a lot of people drafting Chris Sale for the last, like, two weeks. And I kept saying, like, the writing's on the wall. He had an elbow problem. Stop drafting Chris Sale. It doesn't make any sense. And it's the same thing with Freddie Freeman. Like, you're going to go out and you're going to draft him, whereas, like, the Braves are already telling you there's something wrong with the elbow. It is inflamed. Like, I would back off of that. But, you know, like, some people see their values and they're like, well, I have him down for $33, and I got him for 33 so that's a good buy. Whereas, like, well... It could be, but there's a big question mark, too. All right. I want to talk to you about handcuffing. And you got David Dahl at 20 bucks, and you got Sam Hilliard at 7 Was Sam Hilliard a must-buy for you just in case David Dahl can't stay healthy for, like, the 18th straight year? 
<laughs> yeah, no, I think actually Hilliard, in my best guesstimate, I think Hilliard is going to be worth the seven dollars alone in in like three hundred and fifty at bats. I have a good, uh, you know, I, I have a, a good feeling on Hilliard getting uh, like a third to fourth outfield job where, uh, you know, Dahl hopefully. And same with Dow kind of hopefully he gets like 400 at bats and he's usually he's usually worth the price if he gets 400 at bats so I'm like you know that my outfield I also took Ian Happ for nine and Trent Grisham for seven and Tyler O'Neill for seven so I, I kind of I pieced together a little bit of upside with my outfield but my infield is just like my my bias. Pete Alonso, Trevor Story, Kettle Marte are so big. They can carry as long as they do what is expected. They will carry my offense on on the road. It's just a matter of getting maybe one or two. Like if Trent Grisham breaks out, like I hope he will, and I and I expect he will, and I'll I'll be really golden for my hitting. My pitching really that's going to be the trick if I can keep my pitching decent enough. Well, it's funny. I was going to compliment you. Two of my favorite picks of yours is Jerks and Profar and Trent Grisham. I think they're very underrated this year, and I expect them both to have very nice years. Yeah, no, I'm, like, I'm right there with you. I think Jerks and Profar is actually like one of those guys where like, we see it sometimes where like a guy will break out, and then we'll come back to Earth the following season, and then everyone forgets about him. It's like Jerickson Profar already had a great year in 2018. Last year was a little bit of a down year, but he also had a lot of bad luck in his Babbitt. So I think Jerickson Profar is really due for a big year this year. So I was really happy to go. Yeah, I think you did a great job. Gray Albright, as always, thank you for joining us. And a spectacular job, and welcome home to California. Thanks. All right, next time we'll hang out at Ebor City, okay? <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> no thanks. All right, we're going to take a little time out. When we come back, we will preview the Atlanta Braves. That's right, the ATL, the Atlanta Braves. And we'll also discuss a little bit more about Gray's draft strategy. I like what he did. It makes a lot of sense. All right, I'm Dr. Roto, and we'll be back right after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, we're back. It's Dr. Rota with you. So I just want to briefly touch before I go into the uh, Atlanta Brave preview. I I think Gray had some interesting points there, and I don't want to forget about them before uh, we move on. What happens is, is that I believe that there are two types of people, those who bid on the JT Real Mudos of the world and those who don't. Our friend Craig Mish on this very network, loves betting on JT Real Muto. And I bet if I had Mish on, he'd say he gives me a huge advantage and he's going to hit 20 home runs, he's going to hit 280, 290, and he's going to steal a couple of bases, and he's going to say everything who's right. And I'm not going to deny that for one millisecond. Not one millisecond. But I think what I like about what Gray said is that you have to have your own opinion on what you want to do. Gray goes in with, I'm spending nothing on catcher theory, and let me go get Trevor Story, and let me go get Pete Alonzo. So if I told you his infield, his infield is Alonzo at first, Profar at second, actually Marte at second, Story at short, he's got Javi Baez going on, he's got Profar, I mean, he's got a stacked offense. So maybe the pitching stinks. And it does stink. He's got Lamette and Gossman and Mats and Quintana. But that offense is great. So what happens is the following. He's guaranteed to stay in this race because of the offense. Guaranteed. As long as this guy stays healthy, his offense produces. All he has to do is pick up a pitcher. Whether it's by a trade or whether it's... In fab, if he does it one of those two ways, gets one pitcher, boom, he's good. I think pitching is easier to get than a big hitter. 
Nobody's trading Trevor Story during the year. Nobody's trading Pete Alonso during the year. It just doesn't happen. Or if you're trading for those guys, you've got to give up way too much. So I like the fact that Gray is very opinionated. Whether you agree with his opinions or not, not important. Inconsequential, to be quite honest with you. The fact that he's opinionated means everything. Because he has a direction. This is how he envisions his team. This is how his team is going to go. That's what he does. That's smart. That's smart. Right? That's how you win. All right. Let's take a look at the Atlanta Braves. At catcher, Travis Darno. You Met fans know him well, don't you? He of the, he's never done for me what I want him to do for me. Can he get 15 home runs? Sure. Can he get 50 RBIs? Sure. Do you believe it? No, but you hope to get it. And you probably think, if you're a Met fan, you've got to figure, well, now that he's never not a Met anymore, I'm sure he'll be better. And you're probably right. We both talked about Freddie Freeman now. I am not buying into Freddie Freeman. I'm not paying full price for Freddie Freeman. I'll put him on my team, but I'm not paying full price for him. This is not the Freddie Freeman of 600 at-bats. Could I be wrong? I could be very wrong. I could be extremely wrong, and if I am, I apologize to you from the bottom of my heart. I could be very wrong, but I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I don't trust the elbow. So if I'm not doing it, I can't tell you to do it because I never give you advice that I wouldn't do myself. I wouldn't say, oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just try to tell you what I, did, what I would do. And I would not pay 33 bucks for Freddie Freeman. I pay 27 You say 28 You got him. You say 29 God bless. I like me some Ozzy Albies, though. Big fan. Big fan. You're looking at a guy who can hit around 280, 290, 25 home runs, 20 stolen bases. You build your team around Ozzy Albies. Nothing wrong with that. I'm a fan. At shortstop, Dansby Swanson. You know, if Dansby Swanson and Nick Ahmed might be twin brothers. 15, 17 home runs, hit about 250, strike out about 120 times, get about 10 stolen bases, 50, 60 RBIs. That's who they are. Not going to kill you. Those numbers don't kill you. Right? 16, 17 home runs, 60 RBIs, 10 stolen bases. Not the worst. Not the best either. It's the average that hurts. But I don't dislike Dansby Swanson. At third base, I think it's Johan Camargo. Now, what they're saying is, is that he'll go back to AAA for the 800th time if he doesn't win the third base job. But what I like about Camargo is, I think there's more to him than we've seen. I think there's more to him. I like this guy. I do. I think he could also back up first base, second base, shortstop. He's a guy by the end of the year who's played everywhere a little bit. I kind of like him. I kind of think you need a, a few players like that on your team. Now, if he doesn't get the job, Austin Riley will get the job. Austin Riley, uh, once again, either he or Camargo probably goes down to AAA. They'll, whoever stays starts and whoever doesn't goes down. Now, let's take a look at the outfield. 
Ronald Acuna, we know, is a super stud. Stud, stud, stud. 40-40, that's your guy. If I'm drafting number one overall, I'm taking my boy Acuna. I am. Over Mike Trout? Yes, sirree. I am. I'm taking him. Now, they bring in Marcelo Zuna and pay this dude $18 million to basically hit in the middle of the order. So he's in. Acuna's in. So now the question is this. Is the outfield better with Ender Inciarte in center or Nick Marcakis? I think it's Ender Inciarte, who a lot of people will forget. Now, when Inciarte's at his best, he's hitting around 280, getting about 10, 11 home runs, stealing about 25 bases, scoring runs, and making things happen. Nick Markakis does not do any of that. I am just not a Nick Markakis kind of guy. I know he's a decent hitter, but there's no power, there's no speed, and he's not such a great outfielder. I like NCRT more. I'd rather keep Markakis around as the fourth outfielder, even though it could be NCRT as the fourth outfielder, because he's better. But I like NCRT more. All right, let's get to the bullpen. Here's where you have to worry about a manager. Snedeker likes to get a lot of guys involved. Melanson will close. Mark Melanson will close. But Will Smith will close too? They brought him over. They brought him over from San Francisco. They're paying him a whole lot of money. He's going to see saves. Now, Melanson could get 50% of saves. Will Smith could get 30. And then you got Shane Green and Luke Jackson and Darren O'Day. Those guys could all share about 20% of those saves. Shane Green's done it before. Did it in Detroit. Had pretty good stats, too. Not, not, it's not impossible to think that he might close games. It's possible. So you have to look at them. They have a very nice bullpen here. Same thing with Luke Jackson. This guy's got a very live arm, too. So they paid him close to $2 million bucks. Melanson, Smith, Green, Jackson. They could all get it done. I like that. As opposed to the one-guy theory. It's annoying. It's absolutely annoying for fantasy owners. But if you're a real-life fan of the Braves, you're happy. Now let's take a look at this rotation. Mike Soroka, absolute star. Absolute star. Just not sure about the strikeouts. Little low on the strikeouts. Rest of him is an excellent pitcher. Keeps the ball in the ballpark. Going to get some wins. Great whip. I'm a fan. Max Freed. I'm a fan of Max Freed as well. This is a guy who could get 200 strikeouts. He's, that, he's got that kind of arm. Now, Cole Hamels joins this rotation. Dealing with shoulder injury. They're not rushing him back. Remember, when you've got Cole Hamels, do you really need him in April? No. You need him after the All-Star break. That's when you really need him. And you need him in the playoffs. That's when you want him. Right? Now, 
They've got Mike Fultonevich, who I don't trust. He can be good. He strikes out guys, but I just don't trust him. Then they've got a lot of guys. Tuki Toussaint, Sean Newcomb, Kyle Wright. They've got uh, Ian Anderson, Bryce Wilson. They've got, they've got a lot of arms. They have a lot of arms at that back end. So, to me, they're all fungible. Try Toussaint, try Wilson, try Kyle Wright, try Newcomb, see who sticks, who plays well, bring them down, up, down, up, down, up, down, and whoever sticks makes it. That's hard. That's tough for a fantasy owner. I'm in on Soroka. I'm in on Freed, for sure. The rest, I will put on my team and hope for the best. Expect the worst, but hope for the best. That's what you do. All right. But now what you do is you put away the insurance cards, you put away the copay, because the office is closed, my friends. I want to thank you guys for listening. Hope you enjoyed our team previews of the Diamondbacks and Braves. Hope you enjoyed our conversation with my man Gray Albright from Razball.com. Check him out there. And, of course, check me out at fulltimefantasy.com. Enter the promo code ROTO50 for 50% off your first two months. All right. Thanks to my man Sean in the booth. Back tomorrow for more. This is Dr. Roto saying be well. Take care. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. 
Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.